But yeah, man, we got some free agents to talk about. We got some new money. Um, <laughs> I got a new drop too. Let me see if I can find it here. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, that's that might be the new the the new money drop for our guy Stephen Jones because you know it's all about the money with Stephen. It's all about the money. What's good, Chuck P? Facebook is now in the building. My apologies, man. Y'all came through a little bit late. That's my fault. That's my fault. I didn't click the click the button over there. But yeah, let's go to uh, the thrift store. Let's go to TJ Maxx, Professor O. Let's see what we can do to improve this team. Now there's no excuses, right? He said we're not done, meaning Stephen Jones. said the Cowboys are not done in free agency. You added some money. Let's see what we do with it, man. But with that said, let's go ahead and get into the roundup and get into this content. It won't be a long show. I promise y'all it won't be. But if you want it to be, you can call in 359-351-999-3787. 3519993787 let's get it it's time it is time for it's time for the morning roundup round them up boys yes indeed the morning roundup presented by Texas family fitness Telling y'all it's getting hot out there. The summer is here in Texas. It's been here for a minute, but it's it's about to be the summer everywhere. So y'all need to hit that gym up. And if you're in Texas, hit up Texas Family Fitness. Strive for progress, not perfection. They've got 13 different locations with state-of-the-art equipment, state-of-the-art resources, and support. And if you go there, you let them know the A to Z sent you, you might get a little discount. So let me know if you do, or you can visit TexasFamilyFitness.com for more information. So, you know, Cowboys obviously are not the only team that, you know, is getting that refund check. Now, I'm not saying that Tampa Bay got the refund check and decided to go spend some money, but, oh, it's not a coincidence. June 1st hits, and they go out and they sign Akeem Hicks, defensive tackle, formerly of the Bears and Saints, who we've talked about a ton here at Cowboys Nation. We've talked about it a ton. He would have been a quality veteran defensive tackle to bring on this team. Now, he didn't do it. It is what it is. Not like I expected him to do it. But he gets a one-year deal up to $10 million. So it's not one year 10. It's one year up to 10. The details are still coming out. So that sounds like it's an incentive-laden deal. Hey, Tyler Smith, Vita Vea, Akeem Hicks, welcome to the NFL, sir. Welcome to the NFL. You know, we thought we got a break. No Sue. Just just Vita Vea. Maybe could do some things. But now you bring in a guy like Akeem Hicks. And they continue to do what works for them defensively. And that's beef up the middle of the defense. And allow Shaq Barrett and Levante David and those guys run around as free as possible. Can't be mad at them. They have an identity. They know what they want to do. I'll be interested to see what the, the full money details are. Uh, with Akeem Hicks, but a one-year deal can't hurt you. If he lives up to the ten million, that means that he reached his incentives. I, I'm all, I love incentive-laden deals, personally, y'all. Love it.
Lyle Collins, it is June 1st, which means that money has kicked in like we talked about at the top of this show. How much money? Well, $10 million. Which I think puts the Cowboys, now correct me if I'm wrong, I can let me know in the chat, puts them at about 20 to 20 plus million. When I say plus, I mean in that 20 to 23 million dollar range, depending on where you're looking. Which is more than enough. It's more than enough money to go out and add talent to help your team. Y'all know me. I understand. And we're going to get to some of these free agent possibilities. I understand you want to let the young guys play and things like that. And that's cool. But go out and add more talent, more competition uh, for the for camp. And may the best man win. This is like Christmas for Stephen Jones. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Man, I wish I could play that entire thing. Y'all have no idea. Y'all have no idea. Shane O'Mac's theme is really a bop. If you don't know what I'm talking about, just type in Shane O'Mac theme and you'll see. Shane McMahon's theme is just a bop, dog. It's a bop. But it's Christmas for Steven. Might even feel like a Super Bowl for Steven. He's probably out here bragging about all the cap money that he got. Like, Not the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> With your broke ass. That's Steven right now. Seriously. He got $10 million to the cap. He feeling good. He's smiling. He's cheesing. But the only way to really, in my opinion, feel good about it is to utilize that money. Now, what if he what if he throws something? What if he throw a curveball at us? What if we get this extra 10 mil and he, he signed somebody? Like, when I say sign somebody, I mean extend. I'm sorry. Extend somebody on the team as opposed to going out and getting one of these guys we're going to talk about here in a second. But I'm trying to figure out which one I want to use now on. Is it going to be... Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Or... Get the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> with your broke. Bro. All right, I quit. I, that, that's too funny. That's too funny to me. But let's just get right into it, man. Because again, I just got three free agents I want to talk to y'all about today, and then we can. I'll let y'all have y'all morning. I'll stop being a fool that I'm being this morning. But I appreciate y'all being here. All right, first up, this one actually is 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 different. It's it's a newer free agent. We've been talking about free agents since February, right? So we've dove dove into a lot. Uh, of these, I call them Stephen Jones criteria guys. But this one I didn't because I, I, I maybe they would have addressed this position in uh, the draft. But they didn't address it in the draft. So maybe they can do it in free agency. And I'm talking about running back position and Wayne Goldman. Now, now before you get crazy and, and think that I'm crazy, think about RB3 for the Cowboys right now. There is one. Corey Clement was was a, a fine RB3 because he came in, did his job when TP was out, and he played a ton of special teams. Right? But right now, they have, what, an undrafted free agent? Corey Clement's not on his team right now. And the running back options, I think, in free agency are very slim. And when you look at Goldman, he's only 27 years old, and he has the experience. 
I think he has the skill to be a reliable RB3, in my opinion. And me personally, I'm looking for a guy, if anything were to happen to Zeke or TP, I can give them the rock with confidence if need be. Now, while he bounced around in, in 2021, he was on about three different teams. Uh, just one year before that, in 2020, he broke out. He filled in for Saquon Barkley on the terrible Giants and had a very productive year, almost 800 total yards and less than 190 touches. I think less than 180 touches, if I'm not mistaken. Seven total touchdowns. And his build is very similar to Tony Pollard. Now, I'm not saying he's as explosive to TP, but he's more of a, a lean guy. He's, you know, six foot, 200 pounds, uh, 200 plus pounds. He's not a guy that's going to be a Zeke type. But nonetheless, he's a guy, I think, if, if you were running a true running back by committee, he'd be an ideal RB3 and getting some carries among that committee. Quick cut type of guy a plant and go running back and he has some versatility i think when you when you give him uh that opportunity but here in dallas you're really not going to you're not running your running back by committee we talked about this before i think our a running back by committee is three running backs or more but a one-two punch is what it is a one-two punch and i think that's what dallas has right now they have tony pollard and ezekiel elliott they just need a guy in case one of those dudes get dinged up in case Ezekiel Elliott tears a PCL. You can sit his ass down, let him rest up, because you can bring in a guy like Wayne Gallman to, to take on uh, the load a little bit here with Tony Pollard or vice versa. All right? So I'm going to ask y'all, yay or nay on Wayne Gallman? Yay or nay? I'm going to say, I'm going to say, yeah. I'd bring him in. Because it's not going to cost you a lot of money. In fact, let me pull up this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about giving him a veteran minimum deal. And this is a what a veteran minimum deal would look like in 2022 for a guy with his years of service. He has five years of service. Uh, and if you look over in the 2022 range, that's $1.35 million. And I'm pretty sure it's not something that would be guaranteed, right? Like you can probably get out of it with the language or whatever if Wayne doesn't look better than a Malik Davis from Florida or whatever running back undrafted guy you want to name. But I can't really see this hurting you here, Cowboys Nation. So, so why not, man? Why not? Let me see what you guys got to say here in this chat about one Wayne Gallman. I got to roll up a little bit here. Andrew says, how about extending Tony Pollard? I I just don't think that will happen, Andrew, because he plays a position that's going to be, that's tough to extend unless you had an Ezekiel Elliott type of campaign, first two, three years in the league, Derrick Henry types, things like that. Hell, even if he had Austin Eckler type of situation, sure, but I like Tony Pollard. I don't know that they like him as much. And if I'm Tony Pollard, I might not even take that extension. Just being real. Uh, Craig said he runs very hard. Sam wants Rico Dowdle back. Craig said he's very good on third and short. I, I mean, if you go back and watch his 2020 tape, Gallman was a really solid running back for the Poop Giants. Think about that for a second. 
<laughs> Stephen White said, didn't I see hard knocks? We have a lovable running back with glasses that wants to play. A lovable running back. Stephen White, don't you ever say lovable anything when it comes to, to football. That just sounds soft. We've got a lovable running back. I don't want a lovable running back. I want a bruiser. I want a, I want a, I want a guy that's going to make plays. Jedi said, baby nuts ain't spending any money if he don't have to. Well, I just showed you. That won't cost no money. Trips don't want anybody coached by Jason. Trips, he he was already there before Jason Garrett. In fact, I think Jason Garrett was there when he had his breakout year. Think about that for a second. If he had a breakout year under Jason Garrett, I should be telling you something. Uh, Nay, Andrew, no for Stephen White. Yes, it's Quiddy. Yes, it's Drew. Yes, in a heartbeat for Craig. Yeah, I, I'm 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 on board here. I'm on board here. Uh, it can't hurt you. I, I don't. Who's your? Who do you have confidence in as RB three right now at, at your running back? You know, I think if you brought Corey Clement back on this team, he's better than any RB three on this team right now. And I would feel that way about Wayne Gorman. Oh, toxic. Don't you do this to me. Sky, we got Ryan do it all and all. Mm. Scared money don't make no money, says tomorrow. Bo Scarborough is another Zeke Elliott. Are, are we serious here, Craig? Top flight security of the world, Craig. We doing that? PZ wants to bring back Clement. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that would probably be my number one option at running back is to bring back Corey Clement because he's, he's been on his team. He's been around his team. He's been a part of the, the winning aspect of it. He knows this, the system, which it's running back plays special teams. Really Wayne Goldman plays some special teams in, um, he played special teams in New York, but not a lot of it. He played it the first three years of his career in New York. But then when 2020 came, he didn't play at all because he was starting a lot and his special teams numbers dwindled. And then last year, for whatever reason, I don't know if it was injuries or what, but he hopped around to three different teams, Atlanta, San Fran, and Minnesota. Um, running backs, is it's weird, man. It's really weird because if you're not one of those top guys in the league, you're usually a guy that's going to bounce around or just be a reserve. And that's fine if you could find a niche, but uh, he didn't stick around last year. So maybe he could stick around on another team. And you put him with this offense with, you know, the receivers you got, the quarterback. I think he would be more successful if given the opportunity uh, than he w- would have been in New York again. You know what I mean? Tariq says, what did he really do? Clement, he played special teams. And then he filled in, I thought, reasonably well for Tony Pollard. You know? So, and he has experience. He's a Super Bowl winning running back. He, he, he can catch out the backfield. Um He's a guy that I think you can count on as an RB3, Tariq. That's why I would I would be fine with bringing a, a Corey Clement back. I'm not saying Corey Clement's some savior or anything like that. But again, we're talking about RB3, depth positions. And at those positions, if you're not going to give me this, this freak or this, you know, high upside type of player, then get me a veteran player that's been proven in this league. And I think Corey Clement has shown that he can be a, a pass catching running back. He can be a special teams player to count on. And, I mean, let's face it, he played in the Super Bowl and was a major part of it. Uh, is there a list you have of potential RB3s we could sign? Quiddy, it is slim pickings. Um, I was going to list that, but 
I mean, you're talking about David Johnson, who is washed. Carlos Hyde, uh, who'll be 32, I believe, sometime during the season or before the season. Wayne Gallman was the reason why I picked out Wayne because Wayne's 27. He has experience. He's been around the league a little bit um, and he's a bit versatile. And I think as an RB three, he wouldn't have a problem being that because he's been that most of his career. I saw somebody in the chat, bring up Dwayne. Who was it? Dwayne Brown left tackle. Funny. You bring up Dwayne Brown because the next guy I want to talk about here is a tackle now before y'all kill me i know what jerry jones said i know jerry jones talked about well we just drafted uh matt well let's go and we're not going to be looking into a a veteran swing tackle well damn it i'm putting a veteran swing tackle on here because i think a veteran swing tackle is still a damn need and i'm talking about riley reef former first round pick in 2012 for the detroit lions Started 69 games in Detroit. Then he signed a big deal in Minnesota, I believe it was. Played four years in Minnesota, right? Then he signed a one-year deal in Cincy for really not that a lot, not a lot of money. $7.5 million is, is not a, a whole lot of money for a tackle. So if his if his financial value is dwindling, I think you can get him in here for a cheaper-ish contract. He played 12 games last year for the Bengals. I know you're probably thinking, well, did he play in the Super Bowl? He did not. Uh, the Bengals' offensive line pretty much got worse when he when he went down. Now, he wasn't the greatest anyway. When, when, it wasn't the greatest when he was there, but he was a reliable right tackle for those boys. Um, he did allow four sacks, though, 21 pressures, which isn't a whole ton in the grand scheme of things, but four sacks, four sacks. But over his career, he's been a very solid, just – Solid tackle. And PFF, I believe, has his potential contract to somewhere around like two years, $7 million, or right around what this is, two years, $7 million. And if you can get him in here for a one-year deal, and I'm not saying it has to be vet minimum, but one-year deal for anything less than that seven $7 million, I'd take it because I don't care what Jerry Jones said. Jerry Jones also said that your boy Jalen Smith was a cornerstone player. And your boy Jalen Smith didn't make it out of week four. I bet you if we polled, not even polled, if we asked Will McClay, Hey, man, you want to go get you a proven veteran? Or do you want to <laughs> roll with one of these dudes that don't quite look like they're ready yet? I bet you say, go get me one of those veterans. Now, the veteran doesn't have to come in and be the guy right away. Why not bring him in? And if Jerry, well, let's go and ball are what you believe they are, they should have no problem beating this guy out in camp. None. And if they don't, now you have some insurance, quality insurance behind the off-injured Tyron Smith. Got to think about this, man. We're, we're building a team here. Let's put, put our young player feelings aside, right? We, we love the young guys and things like that. But I'm asking y'all, would you be interested in a Riley Reef as a swing tackle? Yeah or nay?
Riley Reef. Yeah, yeah, Toxic. The same David Johnson will help land Nuke. Unbelievable. Craig says Jerry loves young players. Eric Fisher, yeah, I, I thought about Eric Fisher as well. There's a couple, there, I mean, a couple, there's a, a handful of veteran swing tackles out there. I looked at Dwayne Brown as well. He's up there in age. Um, I looked at Eric. He's another guy I'd be interested in, but he, he, he'll he probably want more money, I think, than a Riley Reef would. And I, then I looked and I kept diving in, and I'm like, I think Riley Reef is perfect. Because he can start for you and I think be a reliable starter. But I also think he can be your swing tackle and there won't be any issues with that. And you can roll with Tyron, Steele, and Riley Reef. I feel much better about that going in there. Renal said, good grief, Reef. That's funny. Uh, let's see here. Riley Reef over Lyle Collins, you're crazy. But... Uh, <laughs> Well, let's go better idea. What does that mean, Steven? Boy, you, you're talking in codes today. Use full sentences today, Steve. Uh, Joey said, I had to switch to YouTube. Craig gets... <laughs> oh, you're here. Appreciate you. Joseph Sandberg says, Sky, I'd rather get Eric Fisher. Yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be opposed to Eric Fisher. But trust and believe me. Um, he was a guy I wrote down three names. Dwayne Brown, Eric Fisher, Riley Reef, And then I did some homework on them all. I think Dwayne Brown is trending down pretty bad. He allowed about eight sacks last year. Again, he's still a veteran as a swing and, and a former pro bowler. You can see what's up. Uh, Fisher, really banged up type of dude, but been a starter, kind of like Reef. And, and, and according to PFF, it looks like he'd be garnering a little bit more money. But I wouldn't be mad at either, to be honest. I just look at Reef could be a potentially uh, cheaper option with similar success not more to Eric Fisher. Uh, down on Reef says Sarge. I'm, oh, you said I'm done being up. <laughs> you did say that, Sam. You did. I'll, I'll let it go. Professor O been pushing Sam Tevy for a minute, too. He says 50-plus stars, both left tackle and right tackle won't cost much. Yeah, he'd be down on the list for me in regards to uh, quality, but... He's a he's a he started like you said he has fifty he has fifty starts but I, I did some homework on him a while ago I looked up some Charger fans they they're not too high on Sam Tevy at all uh, but again on, honestly to be honest with you Professor O that'd be the type where I say yo just let the young bucks let let them battle it out over Sam Tevy I don't really look at him as a guy that I'd be like man we got some depth he ain't that good to me. But Reef, Eric Fisher, these guys are are they have the pedigree, they have the experience, uh, and they have the proven quality. Um, I think in the league where I I'd feel really good about those guys stepping in for Tyron Smith, uh, as opposed to a guy like Sam Tevy or say they brought in Eric Flowers and moved him back to tackle or something like that. But if you're looking at just pure experience, he's got the 50 starts and he'll probably cost you. What is Sam Tevy? How many years have been in the league? It'll cost you less than $1.1 million. It, it won't cost you much there, I think. Craig just said, how about Flowers? Not at tackle, bro. He's Eric Flowers is god-awful, man, at tackle. Now, he played, he slid in and played guard a little bit, and and he was he was a little bit better. In fact, I think he rejuvenated his career uh, by sliding in and playing uh, at guard. 
Uh, Lee said, let the Young Bucks battle it out anyway. Yeah, I, if we were to get a veteran, I would I would say do this. Let the Bucks battle it out for whatever side they decide to put that veteran on. Meaning, instead of having a true swing tackle, you just have backups left and right. Right? I, they kind of... No, they didn't, they didn't do that last year because Steele was swinging. But let's just say, well, let's go and ball battle it out for your right tackle or left tackle, whatever. And then you sign a Riley Reef. He can be your left or right tackle. Um, and now you got two backups. Now, I know that's a lot of players you're carrying on the 46-man roster going into the game. But when you put yourself in this situation, you kind of got to live with that. Uh, you know, because they don't have... Terrence Steele, while, yes, he, he didn't slide in the left tackle and play well right away... He had the experience swinging over the left and right uh, in year one. And then last year, once he got his feet wet over there at left tackle, he, he became serviceable. Um, but I, do we think that, well, let's go and ball are going to be able to do that year one? I, I feel like maybe let them focus somewhere first and then see what happens moving forward. Yeah, Toxic, he did save his career. Professor Rose says, I'm just trusting the experience at that point in a pinch. Where you go? Give me the guy who's battled with Bosa at practice a few seasons and has seen some things versus the guy with North Dakota experience. Oh, well, you're talking about between Tevi and and the and the Bucks. I just I don't think he's that good. He could battle with him all he won. I'm pretty sure he lost them all. <laughs> I just don't think Tevi's that good. Uh so I would I would just let those dudes battle without. At the end. I mean, bring him in, see if he's better than him. I mean, if we're just bringing him in in camp, whereas I think I can rely on a Fisher and a a, a Riley Reef. Oh, Craig, Mister Segway Jones. I'm gonna get to that in a second. Before I do that, uh, let's talk about worth the poor. They're doing something really cool uh, for the remainder of this week. They're working with Courage and Conviction for a special Memorial Day promotion. For all orders of their bourbon and sherry cast, 10% will go to the uh, Folds of Honors Charity, a nonprofit organization that helps provide the families of fallen and disabled service members educational scholarships. Uh, purchasing any of these whiskey flavors is a fantastic way to show support for an incredible charity this Memorial Day. So stop by Worth the Poor in the Colony of Texas and use the code ATOZ Sports to save 5% on all orders, $20 or more. And download the Worth the Poor app. You're listening to A to Z Sports. Do it live! At some point, hoping to broadcast in front of the millions of Cowboys fans to bring you the real. But for now, strap up and here's your host, Skywalker Steel. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. We'll do it live. Do it live. I'll, I'll talk about that, Demo. I'll get into that. I see some people are bringing up Chaz Green. I personally think Chaz Green is the re, is the reason why Dallas decided to go with a bunch of veteran swing tackles for when was that, y'all? 2017. So for the last five years. I think they drafted Chaz Green to be a swing tackle in 20... What was it? What year was that? 
14, 15? I don't remember what year that was. Uh, but they drafted him to be a swing tackle and wanted to mold him into that. And boy, did that not work out. And I think that spooked them to the point where they said, we got to go get veteran guys because we got a young quarterback. And if Tyron goes down, which Tyron, Tyron happened to be going down a lot, we got to have somebody in here we can count on. Now, that, that lended us Byron Bell, um, the Cams, Irving and Fleming, uh, Titan Seckies, things like that. And then Terrence Steele gave them confidence. He said, oh, look at this Terrence Steele fella. Let's go back to getting a young swing tackle. So I know Jerry said what he said, and maybe it's because of Terrence Steele, but I, I still believe in bringing in some competition, veteran competition, uh, as we move forward. Now, I think Damone said, where'd you go? Oh, can I, where'd you go, bro? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? No, no, it was not Damone. It was, it was Joseph Sandberg. Sky, can I interest you in Hightower? Player with similar defense in New England and a free agent. I looked at Hightower. And I tried, man, to, to talk myself into a Hightower. He's got the pedigree. He's a Super Bowl champion. Played with Bill Belichick. Played with Bill Belichick played with Bill Belichick and that's where I was like you know what I don't know anymore because that defense is not normal the scheme is not normal players that play in it are so particular they they do a certain thing in that certain scheme and I, I don't know what it, he looks like outside of that like what does he look like playing traditional linebacker we don't know so it made me a little bit nervous to, to want to bring him on. Um, and again, if he did, cool. Like I'm not going to complain about it at all. It just I'm not really sure how to project him on this team. If that if that makes sense, Cowboys Nation. Like wh where would he be? Would he be a, a a DPR guy, a Sam guy, middle linebacker? He's not a will, in my opinion. Bill is just Bill, man. He's different. But there's a guy. If you want a guy to do a lot of things, that that I'm actually more high on to bring in here and this is the obvious one this is the one we've kind of all been talking about for for a while now and it's anthony barr i i think this is the most obvious right like this is the most obvious free agent fit for the dallas cowboys right now for a multitude of reasons the position we talk about all the time is not particularly deep Right, He has the connection to George Edwards, who coached him up to Pro Bowl level in Minnesota. So he has that connection. He's a veteran, eight years in the league, four-time Pro Bowler. He's versatile. I think he can play across the second level of the defense, and he's got the size to do some pass rushy things as a DPR guy. And much, in my opinion... Much like the safety position last year, you remember when they brought in Demonte KZ, Malik Hooker, two injury-prone guys, but two injury-prone guys who were talented, who had some success across, you know, in the league. Not a whole ton of it, but some success. I think they 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 were brought in here and they offset each other in case they got injured. I think the same could be said for a Anthony Barr and LVE, two at this point in their careers, injury-prone guys. I mean, you're talking about a guy in Anthony Barr who's missed 
what what did I say there 20 something games in the last four seasons. So, you know, he's injury prone. But the way that the Cowboys use these linebackers, I don't think you're going to be relying on Anthony Barr to play 80, 90 percent of the snaps. You just tell him to to play across the across the second level. In my opinion, I would personally give him all of LVE snaps, but hey, whatever. I'd bring him in here, make him push LVE, help help a guy like Micah Parsons show him the ropes a little bit. Uh, Jabril Cox. No offense, to LVE, because he's a veteran. He's he's been around, you know. But and and he wasn't all pro his rookie year. But you're talking about a four-time Pro Bowler here in Bar. He's been around. He's been in the playoffs probably more than we have in his career. Um, I don't don't hold me to that, by the way. I I don't know that because I know a lot of y'all. Oh, he has a bit of the playoffs more than us. Now. I don't know. <laughs> but he's been around. He's been successful. He's been at the he's been at the highest point individually, and I think he can come in and help mold or not mold, but be a veteran presence in that room. Which really doesn't have that guy. Like, do y'all believe LVE's that guy? Yeah, you know I'm saying. Like, Micah, that's the only thing Micah may be missing in that room is is a is a guy to look up to. It's hard to say, but that veteran guy. I know he probably respects LVE, but it sounded like Jalen was that dude. Jalen left, but it's not gonna affect Micah Parsons as a player. He's fantastic, he's phenomenal. But I just think Anthony Barr just, just truly fits this team in so many different ways. So I'll ask you guys again, yay or nay, on Anthony Barr uh, coming in on what I think could be a fairly team-friendly deal. <laughs> yeah, this is what I mean by YouTube and these uh, spam bots. I, I don't know what to do, man. Can't do anything about it. I, I got rid of it. I blocked them, but, you know, all they do is create a, a new profile. and got to keep blocking it. So my apologies, man. I got rid of them. Here we go. Uh, Professor Anthony Barr or swing a trade for Deion Jones. Boy, get out my head. Professor O. Segway Jones is my guy. Botch likes to say. I have, I like to not. There's a note I have right here. And it says, keep an eye out on Deion Jones. Because we're at that point where it's June 1st, past June 1st, and teams could start cutting veterans. Rebuilding teams could start cutting veterans to get that extra money for whatever the hell they want to do with it. But the Falcons, I think, are in rebuilding mode. Deion Jones, he, he could come to him and say, hey, if you guys are going to get rid of me, um, I would like to at least have a say in where I want to go. And he would be an, an even more perfect fit, I think, in Dallas. Um, than Anthony Barr would because of the connection with uh, Dan Quinn. <laughs> Toxic, you wrong, man. Jalen left Micah his knee brace to remember him by. Y'all are so wrong. He says, injured, past his prime, cheap, sounds like a cowboy. Hey, man, that is the the Stephen Jones criteria. Get the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> That is the criteria of Stephen Jones. Anthony Chocolate Bar. <laughs> D-Shift, come on, man. He says, Anthony Chocolate Bar. Nah, I'm not calling him that. Who is calling him Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Chocolate Bar? I ain't calling another man delicious. Yo, delicious. Shout out to Kings of Comedy. 
Special K says, we don't sign obvious players, though. Isn't this obvious? Like, and I'm not saying uh, they, they know more than me, but Anthony Barr just fits. This is just a perfect fit. Wayne Gallman, it's just a perfect fit in, me, in my opinion. Riley Reef is a perfect fit. I don't know if it's because we want to get cute. I don't know if it's because we want to, you know, be be smarter than the other person in the room, smartest guy in the room. I don't know, but this just fits to me. Yeah, lovable, chocolate, and delicious. We ain't rolling with on this channel. Not happening. <laughs> Uh, we got a, a caller on the line, 903, what it is, what it do? Hey, what's going on, man? I called you the other day. Uh, um, let me make sure I got you here. I'm apologies. There we go. What's up? I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, I thought I had you muted yeah. to, to the chat, but you're good to go. Oh, okay, can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Okay, I was the brother that called the other day. Um, I said I was just kind of fed up, put up a show up, so shut up. You know. Gotcha. Because I was telling you I was been around since... Uh, Dorset days, man. I, I remember um, when Roger Staubach retired. <laughs> so, um, but my thing is, uh, if we talk about the Debo Samuel thing and the June first thing, there was rumor that we talked about. I'm just getting on right now. I did not bring up Debo Samuel's in this situation, but they do have twenty million dollars in cap space now. So there's that. Yeah. What's 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 up with that? What do you think about that? Would I love to have a Debo Samuel's on this team? Absolutely. I'd also love to have Aaron Donald. I'd also love to have, uh, you know, all the other top guys. But no, no we're, we're, not, we're talking about realistic. Realistically, yeah, about. here we go. Realistically, yeah. I just can't see that happening. You know, color me yeah. shocked. If it does, I'll come right on here and say, hey, Steven, applaud you because I did not see that happening. So I don't even think it's realistic, which is why I don't really talk about it much on the show. Well, you know, I just. Yeah, I mean, here's why. Let me give you a reason why I don't believe it's realistic. Is because you're gonna to have to give up premium assets, first, second round picks, multiple, and then you gotta sign them to twenty, what, five million dollars a year. I, I just can't see it happening, and I don't think he's a better wide receiver. I know this, this might shock y'all. Then no, he's a running back to me. Than Amari Cooper, he's not a better wide receiver than Amari Cooper. He's just more versatile. All right, right. He's a running back. Yeah. So, no, I was just wondering, man, um, just checking in with you, uh, you know, sporadically, you know, surf, and, uh, see you up, and just listening, listening in, just got in late, so. Hey, it's and, all good, man. Yeah, had, had your number up. I, better better late than never, man. Yeah, 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 so. All right, brother. Appreciate you. Have a good day. If we were like the Rams, hell, if we were the Eagles. I said that. Yeah, I would entertain it all day. All day. But we ain't. Here comes the money. <laughs> Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Ain't a chance in hell. Steven Jones is going to pay $25, $30 million to Debo Samuel. And, and, and I'll expand on, I don't think he's better than Amari Cooper as a wide receiver. So what I mean by that is if they're going to get rid of Amari Cooper, granted, it, it, there's other things that came into play, which is bullcrap things, if you ask me. If they're going to get rid of an Amari Cooper for $20 million, you really think they're going to bring on Debo for 25 plus? 
have a hard time believing that. Trey said, no, no, it's no. I swear, for those who are just coming in, appreciate y'all with 300 Deep this morning on, y'all y'all the best, man. Shout out to the Bomb Squad real quick. Let me give y'all one. Bomb Squad! If you're new here, we have a bit, thanks to Toxic Tom Downey Burner account, about Ryan Nall. If he makes this team, it's going to be the crazy, the funniest day, the funniest stream ever. I will find a shirt. I will, I will wear it. I'll do all the stuff. But boy, I'm gonna get trolled like hell. I'm here for it though. I'll honor it, I'll wear it. Uh special case said if Zeke wasn't here, I could see it. But nah, Debo is a hell no. Zeke's contract. So you're saying if like say 18 million was more on a cap, yeah. Shoot, now you're talking almost 40 million dollars. Yeah, maybe. Sure. Um, let's get to 310. What's up, 310? Yo, what's going on, man? What's good I with didn't you? even know I could call in like this, brother. Yes, I sir, have a man. Quick question, man. I was curious, man. Uh, what what we thinking? How we feeling about J. Ron and Malik this year? Are we really Are we really looking to see Malik really make an impact this year? J. Ron is a dog. Yes. Uh, but I'm just curious about Malik. Are we really gonna get the impact player we want this year out of him? I think so, brother. I think Malik Hooker, and again. There's a few players on this team I'm kind of 10 toes down with right now, and y'all can hold me to it, and if it doesn't happen, y'all can come back and say, Sky, you were wrong, because I'm not a right or wrong guy. But I feel really good about Fowler uh, being being a productive player, and I feel good about Malik Hooker being one of those free safeties that when the year's over, you're going to say, man, that damn Malik Hooker, man, he, he was really good this year. So as a tandem – I think Hooker as a free safety because that's what he's going to play more of this year. I don't think you'll see him doing a lot of that box stuff like he did last season. So he'll be more of a free okay. safety. I think he'll make more plays on the ball than DeMonte KZ did last year. And I think he's going to need to to take this defense to the next level. We need him, brother. And yeah. I have one more question, man. One more question. Uh, speaking of Fowler, you know, how, how are we going to do that? Are we just going to rotate Fowler, Goldstein? Are we just going to rotate our guys? Uh, just to keep some fresh people Ooh. out there. I'm glad you said ghosting because the word on the street, the, the word on the street with ghosting, and we know he buffed like he put on 20 pounds. The word on the street is that he's playing defense, a tackle. Word. So yeah, so maybe that's something we'll, we could talk about later on in the week in regards to new battles that are emerging with 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 some uh with, with these peanut off season peanut butter, as my guy Vox likes to say. Some new battles are emerging. So, But to answer your question about Fowler, I think you'll definitely see a rotation between Fowler, Armstrong, and, and Sam Williams um, as that kind of DPR edge rusher opposite of Demarcus Lawrence. So there'll be a rotation. There was a rotation last year. People forget because we had Randy. We assumed that Randy played 75, 80% of the snaps. He didn't. He stayed around that 30, 35 snap range. Yeah, because Dorrance looked good last year. Yeah, Dorrance had his career year. I think he continued to to get better, and that, and that's why they paid him. So I think now he's broken through that ceiling, and it's now time to see if he can, you know, be a bona fide starter. Hey man, thanks, brother. I appreciate you taking my call, man. I'm uh I'm tuned in, brother. No problem at all. Feel free to call in, man. We this is the, we a family up in here, man. I appreciate you. All right, man. Have a good one. Yep.
DC4L, baby. Yeah, I'm 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 almost ready to say I'm all in on Malik. I'm trying to wait a little bit. I'm a little biased. Y'all know I love safety, uh free safety particularly, because we haven't really had a guy back there, but I'm 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 this close to being you can call me a Malik Hooker stand. I'm this close, man, because if he's he if he's healthy, I I can easily see three three, four interceptions, man. I was looking at KZ and I'm sitting here like, dude could have had like four picks. He had two. And it was the first two weeks of the season. Week one, or was it four? It's a pick. Force fumble. He had two turnovers in the first two weeks of the season, I think it was. Um, but he could have had at least three or four of them things, but I don't think he's the ball guy as much as Malik Hooker is the ball guy. And, I mean, I know I'll show this real quick. And th this will show Malik doing a lot more things than just playing single high because he didn't in this game. He was all over the place. Um, KZ played that. But Malik showed me that he could, if you need to, bring him down in that box and he can be serviceable at the very least against the New York Giants, I think, which, which was his best game um, of the season. But this is where I really like him. Be look at that. Look at the change of direction, the stop, go. That might not. That might look ordinary, but he was in position. He committed, then he dropped back. He was in position. If that ball was thrown over his head, he can get back because of his quickness and his awareness. I think he's smarter than KZ. Um, I think he's better than KZ. He just had to remain healthy, and he just fi he finally got a year under his belt coming off that gruesome injury. And I just think he can be good, man. I know I'm probably blowing smoke. I, I know a lot of people are, are not feeling Hooker, but I think he could be that. I think he could be that guy for the Cowboys. Uh, let's get the two one five. Two one five. What it is? What it do? What's going on, Big Scott? What's good with you? Oh man, I know you might think I'm an Eagle diehard cowboy. Enough with me. Let's get back to this thing. Go ahead. Yeah, you was breaking up just a little bit, but but I see the two one five. I do have to pause a little bit, but I appreciate you clarifying that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a sting. I was thinking, like, man, this guy ain't gonna pick up my line, man. I got you. I got but, you. But uh. I, I, I get heavy, heavy, heavy hits in here, man. I already know it, man. <laughs> with these Eagles fans, man. With the, with the, with the, with the big fella that they picked up, man. These things got these guys think they're going to the Super Bowl. But I want to talk about us, man. I think if we make a few moves, man, we might be just there. One being a center, man. I like Biotis, man, and I like I know you like him too. But that that dude from um from Cincinnati, ain't he still out there? Uh oh, the dude from Cleveland, yeah, J.C. Treader still out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, 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 I, I ain't saying replace him. I'm just saying put him. I mean, put him on the squad. If if if, if the young boy Biotti start messing up, we got it. We got a valuable piece that we could put in there. And one more thing before I let you go, get the Anthony Barr, man. Anthony Barr gonna take this D to the next level, man. And Malik Hooker, if he stay healthy, we got one, man. We definitely got one. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm 10 toes down on Malik. Yeah, man. Trust me, man. If, if, if we get a healthy Malik, 
man, Earl Thomas, we forget all about. We even had conversations about him and all that, man. <laughs> Wait, we still Straight talk up. about Earl Thomas. We gotta get we gotta we gotta end now. That's what I be telling y'all. I'm like, yo, he yo, he might as well say he broke, man. He locked up. He on the he run. Or, or did they catch him? Oh, I don't even know. You giving me news? <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, ET he on, on the run, run, man. He on the run, bro. Yeah, yeah. Some some came up with his with his with his uh, wife or ex wife or a girlfriend, whatever, and uh, he went on the run. Wow. Yeah. Wow, man. But look, man, I ain't gonna hold you up because I know we got a lot of good guys on the, on the line that want to talk. But man, if you ever in Philly, man, you ever see my line, my number, man, just don't be hesitant to pick it up, man. Hey, I'm from I'm a part of the family. I'm from Harrisburg, so you know when I go back up there, you know I might I might hit up Philly. But uh, listen, I got love for yeah. Philly. Definitely Cowboys fans that are in Philly because I'm in Harrisburg and I got to deal with it. I can only imagine. Oh, what you got? Bro, what you got to deal with? I sat here ate the ate that parade. I didn't even oh. I, and and I'm a uh, security. I do security. I didn't even go to work. <laughs> they said, "What's your, what's your said, name, bro?" Man, y'all got this. Basil from North Philly, man. Hey, they said, "Hey, said Basil, we need you to work the parade." Basil said, yeah. "Basil said, hell no." <laughs> <laughs> That's right, my man. That's right. Appreciate Yo. you, Basil. But yeah, but all, all my folks know, man. They 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 know, man. The only diehard fan in Philadelphia is myself, man. If I ever brought you over, if I ever brought you over here, Scott, you see my basement, you think you're in, you think you're in Texas. Hey, shoot shoot me a pic on Twitter. I, I I love seeing cow. I love seeing man caves when when it's done up with the Cowboys, man. Shoot me a pic on Twitter. I got you. Say less. All right, brother. You have a good one, champ. You too, man. Ooh. All right, peace. They asked me to do a parade for Philly. It ain't happening. I'm coming down there with. Water balloons and 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 all that. Now I ain't. I ain't um, let me just slow down. I ain't coming down there with nothing else. We gotta. We gotta make sure it's family friendly because it's crazy nowadays. You know, I ain't trying to go down there with no. You know, what I mean, nothing that looked like something. That's all I'm gonna say because because it's still Philly at the end of the day. So, yeah, you know I'm saying. But appreciate you, Basil. Uh, I hope I didn't butcher your name right there. Uh, and keep keep holding it down. Uh, what y'all talking about in the chat? What y'all talking about? Yeah, being a Cowboy fan in, in, in Central Pennsylvania or Philly, it ain't it ain't fun, dog. It ain't fun. Nine Deep said, "All I have to say is, uh, GM Sky, we got the money. Let's get Isaiah Simmons. My man Nine Deep is not playing about Isaiah Simmons. He has sixteen pound, or they have sixteen linebackers on the roster, so look at happen." I, listen, Nine Deep, I, if I heard anything coming out of Arizona. About it, I promise you, I'd bring it up. I just haven't heard anything about Arizona wanting to get rid of uh, Isaiah Simmons. That's all. Uh, but he did bring up the center, so let me get back to that before I get to the next caller. J.C. Treader, yeah, he, he's a guy uh, that I've put on this list of free agents to bring in. I think it was before the draft. I personally think that he, you know, if you bring him in here, I don't think he's going to be a backup. I think he'd take Biotish's spot, to be honest. But I'm I'm looking for a year three jump for Biotish. And I know there's things surrounding J.C. Treader, right? There's, uh, you know, he, he's involved in the players union. People say he doesn't practice and things like that. So, you know, maybe maybe that's the reason why he, he isn't here. But I'm just talking about what I see on tape. I won't watch like three games last year because somebody was like, J.C. Treader's done. 
I said, see, I gotta stop letting comments like this get to me. Let me go watch the couple games. Let me go see what's up. He ain't done. He's not even close to done, in my opinion. He's 31 years old. For a center, you could play till you're like 35 and be productive. I think J.C. Treader, he was solid last year, was solid the year before. I think he can go be a solid center on somebody's team. Um, but they're they're probably going to continue to roll with the youth. This will be year three for Biotis, year two as a full-time starter, and let's hope that he has that year three jump. Yes, uh, that Chris Romero, he says – they should make a run for LaVisca, Chanel, or J.C. Treader. Before the draft, we did a let's play general manager. And my two of my moves, three, all three of them, I'll give them to you, was to trade one of those fifth-round picks for Chanel, bring in J.C. Treader, and sign, I think it was Calais Campbell at the time, or Hicks, one of the two. But that was before the draft. All right, let's get to 910. What's good, 910? Hello, Castlefly. Is this Queen? Yes. What's good, Queen? We are in the presence of the Queen. What's up with you? <laughs> How you doing? How you doing this morning? I'm good. I think we got a pretty good show going on. Y'all killing it in the chat and y'all killing it on the phone lines. What you got for us, Queen? You got some words of encouragement for us? Yeah. Um, well... You know, we Cowboys fans, and uh, we don't need any encouragement. We just know what we know. Um, but I hope that if they do find um, some uh, vets or a vet, that they get one that's like an already-made dog, man. I am so sick of these wussies, you know, that um, cry all the time, want to get paid, don't want to do no work, none of that kind of stuff, you know. So we need some we need some dogs to come in here. Yeah. Because we already got the young guys coming in with the dog mentality, and we need someone that's going to reverberate that mentality uh, throughout the rest of the team. And um, hopefully we'll get someone that's not going to come in here just to get paid and then sit down. I'm sick of that crap. Mm. So um, I just wanted to uh, say that. And um, we're going to, oh, and another thing, we're going to surprise a whole lot of people this year. I just feel it in my bones. We're going to surprise some folks um, because I've been paying attention to you guys and Law Nation and Boss Cowboy, and you guys have been, you know, opening up all the dialogue and the information in reference to the guys that we drafted and who we still have left. So I think that they're uh, definitely um, – underestimating uh what we currently have and um so you know cowboys nation you guys hold your head up um stick your chest out because we about to come out and roll all over that nfc east and then we're gonna make it to the nfc championship speak it into existence speak it into existence you know you can't uh, a double a double minded person is a devil's workshop because you can't speak uh positivity and then turn around and think negatively. So um let's go cowboys and you guys uh keep that hope in there. Thank you, Sky. Appreciate it, Queen. Enjoy your day. You too. Man, I knew she was gonna have some words, but I knew she was gonna have some words. Mm. 
Queen, you be bringing it. I appreciate it. I, I truly do. Uh, she's like a shout out to Jess, but because <laughs> Jess is boy, she die hard too. Gotta love Jess. She's just she's a calm down version of Jess, and they're a good. They're a good balance. Would you say that? But very well spoken, Queen. Very well spoken. Dog mentality speaking into existence. Uh, kind of that POV that Jess talks about, right? Positive. Was a PVL positive something something, but but no uh, manifestation. Yeah, I hope they are they are manifesting down there. <laughs> I do, I sure do. But I like that she said bringing guys with that dog mentality to go with this uh, and what I call the attitude era, right? Like I I, I would love that. Give me a hell yeah! I said give me a hell yeah! It's the attitude era. Match match that, and I think I think a guy like and like Bar Anthony Bar, I think he brings that type of dog mentality. I do. All right, let's get to some more. We got oh, we gotta bring the legend up in here, Marv, aka MJ. What's going on with you, Marv? What up, family? What you up to? I'm good, man. I appreciate you joining me. It's what six six thirty over there on the East Coast. Or I'm sorry, over on the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Boy, sir. You, 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 a beast, man. I appreciate it, man. What's up with you? Uh, man, just uh, chilling. About to do some work in an hour. <laughs> Dude, I can tell you oh, waking. Yeah. I can tell you waking up, man. You, you, you probably got the sleep in your eye. You, your voice sound. <laughs> you just got up. <laughs> I said, yeah. Let me get him a boy show. I finally him. Yeah. Mr. Fury show. It's all right, brother. Let it's me all right. call him. Yeah, I'm just waiting. Um, I think the only person we might pick up is Bar. You think Anthony Bar? That's the only one. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't see no. Cause uh, you see, Tampa Bay got your boy Hicks. Yeah, they got him. <laughs> they got him. They trying to make sure they coming forward. They're like, don't be foolish. They said, man, them dudes gonna be trying to beat us this time. We gotta get them guys. Yeah, I think we gonna get them. I think it's a good signing for them. They lost Sue. They replaced Sue with the guy that does Sue type of things. Who does Sue go to? Nobody yet. No, I think he's still a uh, a free agent. I think the Rams gonna pick him up. What what you watch? <laughs> The, the Rams, Rams may pick Sue back up. Yeah. I, listen, that would not surprise me. Uh, I think it was 2018. Didn't they go to Super Bowl in 2018? And they had yeah. they had Sue next to Aaron Donald? Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah. I don't think it's going to cost you a lot. He's a mercenary at this point. Sure. I can see it. You want that $10 million, don't you? I don't know what he – I don't think he getting – he might. You know what? He's a mercenary now. And he's going to look at Akeem Hicks and be like, up to $10 million? I'm the Dominican Sue, so you're right. He might, he might wanna, I'm gonna pay that. How about that? What uh, Hicks got ten mil. He got up to ten million, so I'd imagine it's oh. it's incentive laden, probably injury stuff because he he started to become a bit nicked up. Um, but uh, it's up to ten million. Mm. So, uh, you know, we just gotta make sure the middle of that line uh, play good. I think they're gonna play good though. Um, be honest, I heard he got a little bit stronger. 
and been working with your boy Duke. So that's good. Let everybody work with Duke. <laughs> Listen, when Duke posted that video uh, of him at the star, I thought he was there for a, for a consultant role. That would have changed the game mm-hmm. for me. That would have changed the game all the way for me. But uh, if I was Dallas, man, I'd stop playing and be like, man, what you want to do? I know Duke, he goes online and he says, I'm not coaching in the NFL. I'd be like, listen, dude, we ain't got to call you a coach. We ain't got to do nothing. What What do you want to be a consultant in the offseason for our boys? Similar to some of these quarterback gurus, they get hired by these teams uh, for particular points of the season or offseason to solely work with their players. I would love for the Cowboys to do that because the success hit rate for Duke is it speaks for itself. Yeah, I know. I know. It's uh, – Man, we got. Let me tell you something. We got. We got a lot of talent. There's gonna be some cuts. I'm telling you, man. Steel, cut steel, like your boy Long said. It's gonna be woo. iron sharp and iron. Yeah. Well, well, we got we got a ways because I think right now the bottom the bottom of the roster is is full of more question marks than it was last year because I think last year we were we were pretty damn deep. We were trying to figure out how the hell we were going to get certain players on this roster. Somehow they, they ended up keeping all 11 of their, their rookies. Uh, but this year, I think there's a little bit more question marks, so there's a little that means there's more competition, Mar. So I can't wait to get out over there in California to, to check out these players. There's going to be some competition. Yeah. And then, like I said, Tony, the key for us, nothing, he's kind of been quiet because he got a stupid look on his face, is Kellen Moore. Oh, yeah. He like. Everybody talking about me all over the country. They think I'm a bum. Yeah, Kellen, you better run and stop trying to run my number 20. He can run up the middle sometime, but you better start doing sweeps with him. That 4-3, you better start using that kid so we can bust out on him. Facts. Facts. And do that that 12. Trust me, if we do that, we're gonna be dangerous. I I'm glad they play. I wanna I want the young receivers to play right now. I yeah, want to see I'm with you. make it. I'm with you. I I'm glad right now. Not glad because I don't want to see Washington in the boot. I don't want to hear Tolbert's out uh or Gallup has ACL. I'm not glad, I shouldn't say that. But this is an opportunity for those young guys to step up um and, and see what can happen because you know, after Tolbert and 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 uh Lamb and Washington, I don't think there's a guarantee behind that i know noah brown mm-hmm. somehow finds a way but i'm being serious like if one of those dudes play better than noah brown he could ascend to the fourth wide receiver yes and you gotta that guy run a four three so the key has he been practiced on his route running and catch yeah. it yeah semi and semi do that he could be dangerous and that's how you get a uh, that's how he, he could be like the Green Bay receiver, Nelson. Remember him? Ne- who? Nelson? Yeah, remember Green Bay receiver? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordy Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's faster than Jordan Nelson. He could be a Jordan Nelson. That's the that's type of receivers you more like than Green Bay. Yeah. I mean, I don't like it. I always get open. So we just need some surprises. So I just waiting for that camp. The key, I am too. I'm waiting for July to see who's going to be the man. And in preseason time, when some people get in preseason, 
they panic. Uh, they panic and dropping passes. So yeah, but, we'll uh, see. We'll see, boy. Trust me. They got wide Tittle. They got your boy. Why? Way just in the back. Who? T.Y. Who? T.Y. Oh. T.Y. I thought you said Y.A. Tittle. I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> you know you bought more. Hey, Mar, you showing me your age. Y.A. Tittle. I know. <laughs> Yo, Mar. <laughs> you know, you know everybody over here like more crazy. Hold up. Talk about did you actually see YA Tittle play? Oh man. Yeah. Marv, you are OG. You are old. You a triple OG. I'm a triple OG, man. I say YA My man said, you know, they got Y Tittle co- they just chilling. Gonna sign wide receiver, Y Tittle. That's crazy. Oh, you, talk about T, you talk about T.Y. Hilton, not, not Y.A. Yeah, T.Y. Yeah, Hilton. Yeah, I got yeah. you. I got you. That's right. I got you. You got me. I'm a boy still got me. I, I got know you, bro. Vosh heard that Vosh going to be cracking up. Oh, Vosh going to get you today, oh, yeah, brother. He's going to get you later <laughs> on. <laughs> hey, I'll be sitting in the, in the typing. The Your hell? fans are like, more crazy. That's more. <laughs> Everybody out here cracking up. I say, more crazy. <laughs> I'm a cowboy. Hey, hey bud, you know me. I know you, brother. We love you to death, man. Let me, let me, let me get to the, let me get to the rest of the callers, bro. Because I'm, a, I'm gonna keep laughing. All right, I'm gonna sit back and watch, listen to your show. All right, man. It's, it's still early on. Have there. a blessed day. You too, brother. I know it's early, guys. Don't get on me. Don't get on it too. Sit a while, Hold on, because. <laughs> Because I don't think some young people in here know who the hell Y.A. Tittle is. So, all right, we in the weeds. We here. We are here. I'm about to let them know. Y.A. Y.A. Tittle. NFL. Oh, this is going to be good. <clears throat> Y'all just hold tight. 737 in D-Shift. I'm going to get you. Come on. You ain't see Y.A. Tittle play. Ain't no way you saw Y.A. Tittle play. Marv is wild, man. All right, listen. I'm going to pull this up for y'all. Marv said he's all play. Ooh, lordy. Okay, please. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? We in the weeds now, man. We in OT. Y'all just hold tight. Y'all just hold goddamn tight, please. Because y'all got to see this, man. Oh, did I get rid of it? I think I got rid of the screen, so y'all ain't going to be able to see it. Well, damn it, we're going to put it in this one right here. Hold on, I got you. I got you. One second. My man said, this is who he was expecting to come into the Dallas Cowboys. Goddamn, why a tittle? Fam, ain't no way. Ain't no way you saw why a tittle play. Marv like 150. <laughs> How you got why ain't tittle on your body? All right, I'm going to keep it moving, man. Woo, y'all are funny. Y'all are funny. Uh, D-Shift, man, save me, man. We in the weed, save me. Hey, what's up, Scott, man? You sound a little more positive today. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. We listen, brother. We 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 having a good time today. Queen and gave me some words of encouragement. You know. Okay. She 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 give you the words of encouragement, man. It's basically kind of the same stuff I was saying yesterday. But it's it's all good, Sky. We're going we're going to be a gentleman for the ladies. So, I, I like I, it, Scott. I, I like that. Let's be a gentleman for the ladies. But you know how I get. <laughs> What's up, D Shift? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, nah, man. I'm just uh, I was <coughs> kind of peeping a um, uh, who was it, man? It was NFL Live or something. They were talking about that quote, and you know, part of his quote was just talking about you know, talent is one thing, but if you don't fulfill it, mm-hmm. and I feel like overall, you know, I think he was talking about just the team in general. Uh, just just for always, you know, kind of trying to take accountability for the fact that we're always touted as these paper champions, but, you know, if you don't fulfill it kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, I, I start to think, man, and I start to think about, you know, our conversation from yesterday and how is this team going to get better even though we lost talent, right? Um, but, man, you got a lot of young players, man. You got a lot of young players coming up. Um I mean, year three, be auditioned still, in my opinion, they're going to be better than year two. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, if you think about the jump oh, Tyron yeah. Smith made from year two to year three, that was a big jump. You know what I mean? Um, I, for still or for everybody? No, I, well, you got a lot of year one, year two guys. Oh, yeah. They're just naturally going to progress, right? I think when you the problem with signing, you know, these eight, nine year veterans is that what you what you get is what you got, right? And so I am in the front offices kind of trying to balance like I don't wanna hamper my guys that we need to get those reps in, right? Progress stop. Like if you essentially get, what you're talking about, right? Yeah, right, 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 right. If you if, if you get Anthony or what's that gonna mean for Jabril Cox? Well, I think Anthony Barr would be more so in my opinion an LVE replacement type of guy. Okay. I, I I think Anthony Barr could do coverage things, but I think Jabril Cox at this point, I would like to see do, do that more. I think Jabril would be that Keanu role. Uh, Keanu Neal, I okay. think we did the math. I think he played something like 40 snaps a game when he played. I think. I, I can go back to that show. I have to go look. But I think Jabril could fulfill that role perfectly fine if he's ready to play. That's the other thing we don't know yet, Schiff. Like this – the whole needs thing, he, he's not practicing right now. We got a ways to go, but we'll see. But I, I personally okay. would like Jabril, or I'm sorry, Anthony Barr to come in and and honestly, man, take over for LVE, if I'm being completely honest with you. But that that's that's just yeah. me. Yeah, and then, I, you know, I think about um, the the season. I feel like Lamb is going to have him open it up just to be that number one. And you got to see it. You know, he's yeah. going into his third year of his, his rookie contract. Like, you got to see him be the bona fide number one receiver. You have to see what you have. You know what I mean? And in a way, I think Coop could kind of be a progress stopper in the fact that, I, you know, Coop's going into his eighth year. Uh, he's still a good, great player. But I wouldn't want to have to progress stop and, 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 you know, not eventually pass up on Lamb and say, hey, we're not going to sign you to the second contract because you had Amari Cooper next to you. You know what I mean? Damn. Um, so. I would hate for them to think in that manner, like, hey, we're going to get rid of bro because we, we want to make sure that you can handle this by yourself, especially in a league that, that you know values multiple receivers. You could have had both of them and not Gallup, you know what I'm saying? But that's neither here nor there. I, I wouldn't. Well, I was this, yeah. You know, you listen to the pundits talk about how everybody in the division got better, 
you hear them talking about, you know, Dotson and, and, and McLaurin, and you hear them talk about uh, Smith and A.J. Brown. But, I mean, Lamb and, and Gallup, because at the end of the day, we as we talked about it, we, we're, we're talking about what, what are we going to do in the playoffs. I think we're pretty confident that we can get to the playoffs. I think we can at least amass a 9-8 and eight record. At least. I mean, I, I got these boys as a double-digit win season, barring injury, but yeah. I said this yesterday, yeah, you know. I think with you, Shift, I think Gallup and Lamb are a, a pretty good duo. Like, that's a good duo. I don't know why I don't know why people would be, be doubting that duo as is. Now, is this room as deep as it was, you know, in the last three years? Obviously not. And that's clear as day. But I'll harken back to something you said. Do they need to be deep? Deeper? No, they don't need to be deeper. But – in that case, I, mean, I just need Lamb and, and Gallup to be uh, a step above the pre the previous duo per se, which was Lamb and Cooper, unfortunately. And I I need this defense to do, and I feel oh, like yeah. it can do for this offense what the offense did for it back in 2014. If you recall, you know we come off an abysmal year defensively 2013, right? Historic lows, right? And then what happens in OTAs? What do you do? You lose your best player in Sean Lee, right? And you can remember the narrative. Well, how how are they going to be? How is this team going to even be better if they lost their best defensive player on a historically bad defense, and they end up going thirteen and three, right? So I think it's possible as a twelve team, and four, but but close enough. Twelve and four, right? So wait, no, that was okay. Yeah, they 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 threw that last game, right, 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 against the Eagles. Actually, they, they uh, won that last game. It was uh they, they blew out the. Uh, Oh, that was Washington, the Romo Washington uh-huh. football people. No, I'm thinking about 2016. Mm-hmm. But um, but uh, like either way, your your team got better, right? In 2014, even though you lost your most talented player on a bad unit, right? Two of them actually. Remember, they they got rid of uh, Demarcus Ware. So when 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 you think about it from that standpoint, like this team has done it before, but it's just a matter of the other unit improving and upgrading to a point that it can kind of hold down. So what do you think this team can do defensively to kind of improve, to make sure that it can cover up any – because this, this offense is nowhere near as bad as what that defense looked like going into the season. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think the defense regressed. So so I at think all. it's a little bit – no, I don't think they regressed at all. I think this is a little yeah, bit diff, the, different from the no, 2014 year. Say again? Yeah, I was – because I said I was agreeing that at all was in agreement, not like as a question. Yeah. It was like in agreement. Like I think they got, because they got better in a sense, in a different way. It might not look like they got better on, on paper, nah, it but it, they got better differently because you got year two guys like you talked about, Dan Quinn's here year two, uh, Malik and, mm-hmm. and, and J-Ron are your, are your guys now. Um, mm-hmm. Diggs is going to year three. They're better in a different way. Um, obviously, they got to go out there and prove that they're better. And they may not be better statistically, but as we talked about before on this channel – I said they may regress mm-hmm. in regards to turnovers and third downs, but to make up for that elsewhere, red zone defense, scoring defense, et cetera, et cetera, I think they can be a, a better-looking defense than, than maybe we we would think. Uh, but it's the offense where I think there may be a clear regression. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you you just said you, you need this defense to kind of make up for it a little bit. I, we don't want to see the – Big if is for this defense would be if Demarcus Lawrence could stay healthy. Because as you and Vach were talking about yesterday, when D-Law was in, when he was healthy, he was playing at damn near an elite level. Yeah, and man. that was, you know, 
and that that's kind of my my back and forth with Eagles fans because I always question. I tell them, name two better pass rushers that y'all have on y'all's defense than D. Law and Micah, and you know they they naturally are going to kind of down D. Law and say, oh, he ain't this, he ain't that. Look at his stats. But when you look at him when he's in there, the production and the havoc he's causing, and you think and you couple that in with if D. Williams can just be durable for you throughout the year, and 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 be more reliable than Randy Gregory you automatically have a better front than what you had last year. Like, throughout the season, hands down. Hands down. And it's so... I mean, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I mean, shit, yeah. That's not, I'm not even going to say that's a hot take. D-Law didn't play all year. Neville Gallimore didn't, I mean, didn't play all year. So you're getting those two back alone, I think, is, is an upgrade. Osa, year two. Ghoston, year two. Osa, year two. Um, Ghoston. <clears throat> you got year five of Armstrong. I think Dante Fowler, uh, I know how I feel about him. I think as a pass rusher, he's going to be good. Yeah, I should. I mean, Trayvon Diggs is still young, so he still has improvement as far as just being able to just kind of cut down, you know, becoming more wiser uh, as to when to to jump that ball and take those chances. In which yes. eleven interceptions, I take I take a thousand yards on him all day. He's gonna Man. give me ten picks again. Yeah, don't let these people fool you. People want to throw this oh, no. yard shit around. It's wild to me. I will literally take eleven picks. You can have all those yards. Yep, yep. But uh, I don't know, man. That's that's just kind of my thoughts on it. And just again, um, I've kind of you know, me and you've had had a little back and forth. I've uh, hey, and man, a couple a, other people. That's a healthy debate. That's what, that's we, what do. we do here, man. <laughs> that's what we do. But um, at the end of the day, I I when you isolate it right, like a lot of Eagles fans are hyping themselves because they're isolating the wide receiver position, but they're not looking at the the fact that their offensive line hasn't been reliable for two and a half years. They're not looking at the fact that. They still have Jalen Hurts as as quarterback. So when you isolate, it sounds good, looks good, but you got to put the whole thing in perspective. And I look at the overall team production versus just a unit's production. Uh, but that's all I got for right now, man. I'll be calling in a little bit more. I got a little free time, so uh, I'll be checking you out a lot more, bro. All right, brother. Appreciate you, D. Chef. All right, take it easy. Yeah, I, I I've been saying this all off season while this whole thing has been going on with the Philly fans. Beat us, and, and then I'll give you my attention. When it's time to play the Eagles, obviously we'll dive in offense versus defense, defense all. I'll give you my attention. Until then, you're having a good draft. You're having a good offseason. I applauded you already. I'm not fitting to keep doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. Now, put it on, on paper. I'm sorry, put it on the field because it's already on paper. Put it on the field. Beat the Cowboys, and then then you got my attention. Until then, it's been what? Dak Prescott's what seven and two or something? Six and one in the last seven starts against y'all. Is Dak playing? Oh, all right. Let everybody else deal with that. Um, <clears throat> all right, we got seven three seven. He was on hold for a while, man. Finish us off here, seven three seven. What it is? What it do? Uh, yeah. What's up, man? It's a boy. That's not done yet, man. Law Nation know me. Mark Holmes know me. I've been watching your channel for a whole minute. You had a debate. Man, you had a debate a few days ago. I was trying to get in on it so bad. Ah, what was it? About Jason Williams. Oh, boy. And all all your calls was like, oh, he he was all right. He wasn't elite. Okay. So, I mean, I was trying to get on this call so bad. I was like, okay, so if he wasn't elite, what about all those catches that were game-winning catches? 
I was like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I, I was, I was, you know what I'm I wanted to come in. I was gonna say, like, I guarantee, at the time of that, y'all wasn't saying he wasn't elite. Everybody was saying he, you know, he was elite. He was, he was guaranteed to go to the North Hall of Fame. Like, it, it was just mind-boggling to me how people were just down in Jason with it. Like, I mean, he was, he was, he was Romo's blanket. Like, I mean, the catch behind the shoulder. Mm. I, I, I mean, the, the, I remember the that. Fucking, the, well, I, mean, I mean, when his helmet came off. Helmet run, too. Catch. Yep, yep, that's one. I mean, the catch inside the end zone wide open when fucking Dak's looking for anybody. He's just oh, right there. Eagles, yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Okay. Listen, but, bro. Okay. But, Jason Witten but, okay, is. Okay, but for today's show, I know, so I've been watching. One more, one more thing on uh, Jay Witt. One more thing on Jason Witten. Okay. Jason Witten is going to go down as arguably one of, if not the best, dual threat tight ends. When I say dual threat, I mean he was a, an elite blocking tight end for a long time and an elite receiving tight end for a long time. I think because he was yeah. so good at blocking and not this super athletic guy, he doesn't get put up there with the Gates and the Tony Gonzalez's and the Shannon Sharps because he looked different and he did it differently. All those dudes because were fantastic he, as receivers, but they can't hold his jock strap as a blocker exactly. at tight end, and I digress. Oh, my God. And, see, I think they just got on him because of his speed. It, because that was the only thing they really can say about him. But he was always open. He always found a way. Always found a way. Oh, he was an elite way. route runner, too. I mean, but listen, man, we can go on oh and on about Jay Whip. But which, I'm, what, I'm, what you I'm got saying. for today, bro? But, oh, oh, okay, yeah, but today, you know, see, I've been hearing y'all um, – Talk about North and some of the players. Actually, I think on defense. I mean, I, okay, I'm saying Bar. Uh, yeah, Bar is like another uh, North and North and of uh, what's his name? Another Vanderich. But I'll tell you, man. I think I think that boy's gonna ball out this year. I I know. I, I think I really think you don't see the Wolf Hunter come out this year. Oh, I really okay. Do. So you're talking I about really you're talking do, about man. LVE, not Bart. No, yeah, yeah, no. <clears throat> I think Bart is like a replacement for him. No, I said I do agree you with Northern when you said that. I think he's like a replacement, but I I really think he's on ball. I think our defense is fine. I just I think our offense just need to get on a more of a connection type level. Like, you know what I'm saying? I understand like um Dak and C D really haven't had a long time to connect, because first we had COVID, you know what I'm saying? They really haven't, you know what I'm saying? Then Dak got hurt, Dak was injured, Dak wasn't practicing. So they really haven't had a, a, a long time to connect. I just think that we just need that. No, I'm, I talked about this the other day. Uh, we, we forget that C.D. Lamb and Dak Prescott have not played a lot together, and we automatically assume that they're just supposed to have this Devontae Adams connection after essentially missing a season worth of games together. It just doesn't work out that way. Um, but, again, you got the star on your helmet. The pressure is different. People look at you differently. Yeah. And that's why I try to bring actual context to this thing. But but year three now, if, if both of them stay healthy, I think you should see an improvement in their in their chem- <clears throat> in their their chemistry. Me too. And I said it two years ago when all this stuff was happening. I said I don't, I don't think we're really going to make any type of noise for another two years. And I've been saying this for the last two years. 
Then when we got Parson in here last year, he was just bossing. I, I just I don't I think we're going to get to the playoffs. But I think it's going to be sub. I think we're going to be missing something. I think it'll be a, another oh year that we're going to need to everybody just to get in focus. And I think this is our year. I, how many times? And listen, I'll, I'll end it on this. I hope we're not continuing to say this two years from now, and two years from now, and two years from now. There's got to be a point where at some you just put the chips all in. Just put them all in there. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I think, I, you know what I'm saying, and I do think Jones is going to make a splash trade. I, I know what I'm saying. I, I know he's been staying quiet. He's probably ain't going to spend no money. They're trying to save it for, you know what I'm saying, for a cornerback next year. But I, I, I don't know. I just know Jones. He's always, he's always doing something that's like limelight. Here I am. I'm right here in center. Like, I just think he's going to do something that's going to be like some type of splash play, some type of splash trade. Oh, is he's that get, you, you, like, you, you think that's going to happen with this dude? Here comes the money. Here we go. <laughs> <Running> <laughs> the Here comes the money. You think they're going to make a splash with that dude? Okay. Hey, hey, if they do, I will come on here and I will give, I will apologize to Stephen Jones. Yeah, I know he's tight, man, but I, man, I don't know. He just like being a limelight too much. He ain't, he ain't did nothing this season. He ain't did nothing. Yeah, they've been chilling. You're right. Maybe something happened, man. I mean, the most thing he did was showed everybody his little card of how they draft. Like, that's the most thing he did this season. Yeah, that was He hilarious. ain't did nothing, so. <laughs> that was funny, too. Yeah. But all right, man. Thank you. I'm going to keep watching your show. All right, brother. Appreciate you. All right, man. My man, Jerry was wilding at that press conference. Oh, he was he was 16th on our board. Look. Jerry, put the, put the board down, Jerry. What are you doing? Ah, oh, man. I saw somebody in this chat say that Jason Witten was not an elite blocking tight end. I I disagree. I'm not going to I'm not going to go all in here, but I 100% disagree. Now, he stopped being an elite blocking tight end after about a decade in the league. There's no no denying that. But Jason Witten was without a doubt, a shadow of a doubt, one of, if not the best blocking tight end in the league for like a 10-year span, man, roughly. Combine that with him being a fantastic route runner and a one of the most consistent, reliable receiving tight ends in league history. Somebody said, how does he stack up against other people? I want to look at some stats. Stack up. I mean, he's second all-time in catches, second all-time in yards, fifth all-time in, in receiving touchdowns. And that's with him being pretty much done the last three or four years of his career, by the way. So, I mean, he, he stacks up. Shouldn't even be a conversation. Hey, set it off, Chris. I'm blaming you for this, sir. I'm blaming you. All right, let's get back to the chat before we wrap up. Special case says the first five games of CD's career went off with Dak. <laughs> I brought up the stats uh, the other day, Special K. It was mostly from the slot, but he was six in the league in passing yards. Granted, Cooper was here before Dak got injured. He was number one in the league in slot receiving yards before Dak got injured. And I, and I still think that we're overlooking that he was the second all-time in Dallas Cowboys history in receiving yards his first two years and doing it with five different quarterbacks. <laughs> what are we doing? 
Yeah, he do got to clean up the drops. There, there's no doubt about that. There's, there's, there's been a lot of receivers that's come in the league, high-end receivers that had to clean up the drops. Jamar Chase is one of the best receivers in the league. He drops the ball at a high rate. It happens. And if you go back and look at last year, because I think what happens is we see the eight drops or seven drops. He was accounted for seven drops per PFF. Four of the seven drops happened in two games. They say four. I think he actually dropped three balls against the, the, the Giants. But four of the seven happened in two games. Week one, on like the first pass play, week one, he had two drops. And then in week 15, he had two drops. I think week 15, whatever the game was against the, the, the Giants. So it's not like he's dropping these balls every single game. But he does got to clean it up. I'll give you all that. Other than that, the dude's got he's got a, he's got everything you need to be a dynamic receiver in this league. So we got an Eagles fan that's like really in here. I, I'm kind of not paying attention. I see they keep dropping the Eagles thing, and I'm just like looking over it. But I mean, hey, Eagle fan, if you're here and you want to bring some some intelligent conversation to the to the chat, feel free. You're welcome. If you're just gonna drop the Eagle emojis the whole time, I mean, hey. I'll go get you a, a crayon. I'll go get you a, a piece of paper. And while the grown folks are ordering and, and, and having conversations, you can go on the side and, and draw your your emojis and, and your feelings and things like that. If that's what you're going to do. I got you. I got I got paper right here for you. I'll get some markers. I go get the ones that don't write on the on the carpet, though, because we know. Eagle fans are special, so. I got you. But if you want to have an intelligent conversation and join the grown folk table, feel free. Feel free. Uh, Toxic says, I don't doubt Witten as a Hall of Famer. However, Hall of Fame is fickle with tight ends. I don't think he gets in, but oh, I think he, I do think he gets in, but not right away. Uh, yeah, I don't care about that. Me personally, about when they get in. I'm frustrated that Woody hasn't because that is egregious. But D. Ware not going in first ballot. A lot of people were like, this is terrible. It sucks, but he'll get in. Witten will get in too. Might not be first ballot, but he'll get in. <laughs> Professor O said, Jason Witten was not an elite broadcast analyst. That's my knock on him. Man, he was terrible. Y'all remember where when, so he retired. <laughs> he retired, got to the broadcast booth. Boy, he had this, I don't know what this dude was. And then after he retired, first practice Dallas Cowboys, he was bald. We synced you, Jason. We synced you. Uh, why is it the Eagles fans and not Washington or Giants are in here? That's a good point. I have no problem. I have no problems. With any- I have no problem online. I absolutely hate the Eagles. But Washington and New York. I'm some Washington. Yeah, Washington and New York. Ah. I really don't care because they've been terrible for so long. Granted, which is wild. The Giants have won the most Super Bowls in the 2000s. It's crazy. If that was me. I'd be talking mad shit. But, hey, it's just been bad run for them over the last decade. Bad run. Uh, Andrew says he had drops, but a guy like him coming in would be nice. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean there, Andrew. Hey, Miss Sheila. All right, this turned into these Eagles people. 
Toxic said, yes, guys, some some people get pissy when people don't get in the first ballot. I noticed that this year when, uh, who was it, DeMarcus Ware didn't get in first ballot. Oh, I'm, I'm with you here, Andrew. Nate Newton should be in the Hall of Fame. Six-time Pro Bowler, three-time Super Bowl champion on the greatest offensive line of the decade. Like, how is that not worthy, man? They're going to put Nate in when he like 80-something years old. Joey says, Will, do you think we'll ever get another guy like Witten? I think Dallas is trying to turn Schultz into Jason Witten. But Witten came in at a perfect time. I, I don't. And I think what Dallas is doing at the tight end position is kind of antiquated, if I'm being completely honest with you. I think the league is going is gearing more towards uh, athletes, more towards receiving threats at tight ends. And Dallas, like Dallas, is kind of staying in what they've done over the last 15 years, 20 years, whatever, with Jason Witten. And really going back to Jay Novacek, if we're being honest, if you look at Jay Novacek, then David LaFleur, then Jason Witten, then Dalton Schultz. They drafted a Bennett and an Escobar, and, and and I think Bennett could have been fantastic, but him and Witten butted heads. Escobar was just not it. Um, they've drafted these guys high. I think they tried to go the athletic route, but they just probably looked at as the Jason Witten type. This is what this is what this is our type. This is what we believe in. So, to answer your question, probably not. I'm I'm, I'm sorry. Probably we'll see another Jason Witten in the way of, of type-wise. But in production, in his career, talking about a guy who was who was a top-end tight end for the Cowboys for, what, a decade plus? I don't know that we'll see that again. I shouldn't say again. I don't know we'll see it anytime soon. Hey, man, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to be uh, Eagle fans here. Hey, here you go. Where's your crayons? Okay, so I think we got the Eagles fan has a question. A to Z Sports Dallas, do you think that Eagles could take over the East? Toxic says, Cowboys bring up the 90s more than the history channel. You know what's funny about that, Toxic? Well, my man was my man Schiff. He was bringing up 2014, though. I was like, man, this is why we need another win. This is why we need another win, man. We always got to bring up Jimmy and them boys. And then the 10 years ago and things like that, we need a win. So we can start bringing that stuff up. Oh, Anthony Fasano. I remember him, too. That was a uh, Bill Parcells pick. <laughs> Eagles can't take over the USFL. All right, man. We're not gonna give him too much more trouble, but I appreciate you being here. Can I can I collect the crayons back? You ate the crayons. Goddamn Eagle fans. Well, why are you here, Eagle fans, and your crayons is digesting? Because that's what y'all do. Y'all eat shit and crayons and whatnot. Hit the subscribe button, man. You know we don't talk about y'all on this channel as much. The chat will, will though. You know the the bomb squad will do their thing. You know they do their thing on you. But you won't get too much attention from me personally. But just know if you come up in here, 
they will hold it down. I'm just saying. So feel free to hit that subscribe button. And if you are new in general, if you're new in general and you hear from another team or whatever, you said, man, this is a pretty damn good show. I had fun. It was cool. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Share it to your family members who are most likely Cowboys fans because we are Cowboys Nation. We everywhere. We everywhere. <laughs> and listen, I don't know how. I don't know when. But damn it, I am going to clip Marv talking about some goddamn YA tittle. I love you to death, Marv. That might be the highlight of the offseason. You confusing T.Y. Hill <laughs> with the YA tittle. That's some good stuff. That is some good stuff. Uh, with that said, man, because I'm about to start cracking up again. Trey said, I'm a vampire. I'm, I I don't know, man. Blame my mom. Blame 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 my mom. She she also looks as young, not as young, but young. But uh, listen, do me a favor. Hit that but like button on the way out. Later on tonight, Trey. Make sure y'all tune into my guy Mauricio Rodriguez for A to Z Sports Prime Time, and hit up A to Z Sports Dallas for all of your Cowboys articles. Where they're dropping fantastic content over there, and what is becoming a dry spell, but. A dry spell for Cowboys news. But today, the Cowboys pick back up OTA. So hopefully we get something out of that. I'm not sure if the media will be there. I'm going to go talk to one of my media friends and see if they will. Um, and if so, we got some stuff, man. We got some stuff for tomorrow to talk about from OTAs, see who's improving, see if we got Jalen Tober back, James Washington, all of that. And then uh, we'll continue to just drop this quality Cowboys content, man. That's that's what we'll do. You know what I'm saying? That's what we'll do. Hey, one more thing, since the Eagle fans up in here, I need y'all to do this. Get the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> we out of here. With your broke ass. Hella body, Philly fan. Love y'all. Tune back in tomorrow. 8:15 ish. Y'all know how I do. Y'all the best. We out of here. jack with you today.